Welcome to Life Begins at Motherhood. This is a weekly podcast about spiritually healthy alternatives to raising a family in a chic and approachable way. I'm your host, Janae Herring. The glory of motherhood comes camouflaged in so much chaos, but when we allow motherhood to define us, it's only then we can truly see the uniqueness, traits, talents, and God-given abilities that reflect our Heavenly Father. The goal of this podcast is to get back to believing that motherhood is a sacred place. If we let Him, God can do some of His best work in us during this season called Hashtag Mom Life. Our identity is not lost because we are raising others, but rather found. So grab a seat, let's talk faith, motherhood, health, self-care, and more as I share my motherhood experiences and truths with you. Welcome back to Life Begins at Motherhood. I'm so excited to finally wrap up part two on parenting methods. Let's get right into it. So what is positive parenting and does it actually work? I totally get it. If you're like me, you've probably tried everything. And will this method actually work for your family? One of the greatest differences between positive parenting and most other parenting methods is that positive parenting is proactive. This one type of parenting method can work for all families, regardless of family history, unique family needs, family size, cultural differences, parent personalities, and the age of your children. You are strategic rather than reacting to misbehavior. When we ask ourselves in situations such as, what do I do when they won't eat dinner? What's the punishment for talking back? What consequences should I give for fighting and arguing between siblings? Should I send them to time out? I want to let you in on a little secret that I have recently learned. When we spend our parenting journey looking for ways to react to misbehaviors, it steals the joy of it all and we find ourselves in that rut. And we also never get to the root of the issue, making the power struggles escalate even more. You've gone to sleep exhausted and overwhelmed with a heavy load of mom guilt, more nights than you would like to admit. Every day's new challenges make you feel like it's your first day on the job. And you know what, Mama? You are not alone. Parents all over the world find themselves deep in the parenting trenches on a daily basis. While we feel blessed and love our children and long so deeply to see them grow into godly, compassionate, and capable adults, the truth is we aren't all naturally equipped to handle the sibling rivalry or to diffuse a tantrum. And honestly, most times our gut responses can often make the behaviors worse. Once a child has been clothed, fed, and housed, his next two cravings are for these fundamental needs, the sense of belonging, and to feel significant. Belonging is the feeling of being wanted and connected. Remember, humans are social creatures, To a child, belonging might mean feeling emotionally connected 
to the important people in his life, such as mom and dad, or whoever the main caregivers are in his life, and being confident about how he fits into his family. A child's sense of belonging can get rocked when big life changes happen, like when a new baby arrives. I talked about this exact thing on episode two with Jude. These types of changes can definitely lead to regressive or negative behaviors. But unlike me, if you understand early on where these behaviors stem from, you'll be able to address them effectively. This is why I'm doing this podcast to help you in areas that I failed because I didn't know. And I also want to just share information and ideas of things that have helped our family or things that I'm currently working on. So let's get back. Um, Children also crave the feeling of being capable and needed. A child needs to know that he can make a difference in a family by offering meaningful contributions. He must be able to exert his personal power over his world. Yes, I said it, power. Every human, kid or adult, has a basic need for power and the free will to choose how to display it. If children aren't allowed this freedom in positive controlled situations, they will use negative ways to get the control they crave. Refusing simple commands or talking back, doing the opposite of what you ask, intentionally pushing those buttons. These are all negative power-driven behaviors that drive us parents crazy, am I right? Negative parents are not random though. Remember, misbehaviors are simply symptoms, not the actual problem. A misbehaving child is attention-seeking. If you stop and think about it, it might actually line up with your children's bad days, so to speak. A misbehaving child is not a bad child or a defiant child. A misbehaving child is not an uncontrollable child or a mean child. A misbehaving child is simply looking for that void to be filled. When your child misbehaves, try viewing it as a cry for help. It's okay to make excuses, in quotes, so to speak, for their behaviors because 9 out of 10 times, I know exactly why the boys or Jade are acting up. It's usually either sleep or food related at their age. And unfortunately, children will act out with negative behaviors. My kids are at the age of tantrums, so they use this to try and get their needs met. When we shift our thinking and recognize the misbehavior as a sign that something is off instead of seeing it as a negative reflection on our part or a shortcoming in our child, we will begin to see improvement in behavior almost immediately. Remember, it's not going to be easy to come up with a positive response to every situation and you will need to get creative. So try to think of quick go-to ways to be proactive in situations that would normally trigger 
negative behavior from your children. For example, when the boys would have tantrums, I used to try to diffuse them by saying, use your words, hoping that their crying would stop because they would try to talk. But we have, we have to help our children develop a language to describe their feelings. Kids can't just use their words until we teach them helpful words to use. So instead of saying, use your words, we can say things like, can I help you think of how to say that? Or is there a sound you can make to help us think of a word for what's inside of you right now? Or you're frustrated. I can see it. Let's figure out why. My favorite is, let's think of a word that matches what you're feeling. I have been creating little digital images for my Instagram, and this will definitely be one that I share today because I just feel like it will really help in those meltdown moments if we remember to not just tell them to use their words, but teach them words to use. Like I said in my first episode, you guys, I'm learning with you. Not everything I share have I already mastered. This is the age of information, and I really enjoy motherhood and learning about my children. (laughs) I feel like we should have, have definitely left the hospital with some kind of mini book or manual. I know I'm not alone in thinking that because... When I had Jude, I expected way too much out of him, like for real, not age appropriate at all. But I learned from reading books and listening to people who have spent their life to give children a voice before they can even form sentences. There are endless resources on parenting methods, but before you get drug into that black hole, I personally feel like the most important thing you could try to do is understand the psychological development of your child at whatever age they are at because it's different for every stage from infancy to toddlerhood to preteen to the teenage years or even early adult. I promise though, if these two methods aren't for you or your personality, you can definitely find some that better define you. But I just want to remind you again, my only goal of sharing my methods, I guess, was to bring us to a conversation where it's said that babies, toddlers, kids, and teens are still developing, as are we, and need grace. We literally cannot see what's going on. And sometimes I'm like, hello, (laughs) are you there? Because my kids are really good at ignoring me. But there have been so many studies done to where we now understand what's actually happening, especially for infants who for years, it was thought they were fine to be left to cry it out. But now we know how harmful that is for them. The best thing we can do as parents and for ourselves is to take time to really learn because we aren't born parents. This is a journey. And I feel like when you are taking time to be intentional and learning about it, it can really make it 
go smoother and be more enjoyable. You can use different resources like my podcast, books, blogs. It's endless. There are even online courses for positive parenting, conscious parenting, different methods, whatever method you choose. You could definitely even take an online course so that you don't have to search the internet and the bookstore to compile a bunch of information for your one method. Um, You can stay above the surface and still see drastic changes in the family dynamics. Remember, change takes time. No parent is always conscious, gentle, positive, peaceful, and authentic. We have to choose to be and practice moment by moment, day after day. The more we practice, the stronger we grow. Recognize that parenting can be stressful and missteps are a natural part of raising children. You'll have good days, bad days, overwhelming days, I'm too tired days, I'm awesome days, and I can't go on days. But every day, you'll still show up. It's okay to have bad days, to put yourself first, to be less than perfect, to want to feel more like you again. That's why in my next episode, I'm talking about self-care. This one is for everyone. I'm not buying into the new mantra of self-care is escaping your life. As if doing things that you enjoy or ways to pour back into yourself are something to feel ashamed of. Self-care isn't a trend and self-care won't ever be out. Don't go into the new year without truly understanding the importance of self-care and how to make it a priority. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I appreciate every one of you listeners. If you haven't already, could you please hit subscribe wherever you're listening, rate, or leave a quick review. Thanks again. Goodbye.